We have to talk about the pom pom shirt. Eric hates this one shirt. It was like off the, the shoulder. shoulder. Yeah. These little like pom poms. It literally like uh, what is it? A Cinco de Mayo shirt. Yes. Like I can't even like. I was the most. I thought I ate. I thought it looked so cute. When I got rid of it, he was like, "Thank, Thank God. God." I was like, "Please, Jen." Like I, I just like. It was the most random thing you owned, and you would wear it to like parties sometimes. And I was like, not that I was judging you. You're like, you can wear other shirts than that. Hey campers, welcome back to another episode of Gay and Afraid with me, your host, Eric Cedeno, or better known as Rico Taquito. If you're new here, this is a podcast where we're putting the camp back in camping, and today we'll be talking about gays and girlies. I have the perfect guest to join me around the campfire today. She's my bestie, she's my number one girly, she is awful, Jennifer Mika! Woo! Hi, Jen. How are you today? I'm good. I have to preface that <laughs> I always introduce myself as Jennifer professionally, and Eric yeah. will literally be like, no, it's Jen. I don't know Jennifer. <laughs> like, I don't know a Jennifer. People will come up to me and be like, oh, do you know Jennifer? I'm like, no, I don't know who that is. Like, I know Jen. That's how I feel when people will be like, on the streets, they'll be like, you're besties with Rico, 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 Ricky. And I'm like, people like yeah. my alter ego. Right. Sometimes <laughs> in our like group chat, people will be like, or we'll say like, that's our government name. Like our yeah. friend Margo will be like, Jennifer. And that's when I'm like, am I in trouble? Yeah, <laughs> it is your government name. Yeah. Like, actually, I was like so funny because you don't go by Jen even in your family or anything it's just like from school from college right yeah yeah it's actually um my mom is japanese you oh my gosh here she goes i've heard this i've heard this story eight hundred thousand times like it's like so i she's half japanese i'm half japanese by the way i am half japanese she's half japanese she has a wolf cut cut. okay wait let me go through my facts about jen that i know she was born in hong kong she's from she lives her family lives in virginia now She's a Leo. She's a dancer. She likes to do ballet. I like to do ballet. <laughs> but I wear my like little hip hop clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but my mom, because she's Japanese, she didn't like um, nicknames. It was just a little bit hard for her to remember. So she was like, I, I gave you the name Jennifer. So I was always like, Jennifer, got it. And then in college, where, where Eric and I met each other, which we'll have to talk about our origin story. I know. Um, Everyone sort of insisted on calling me Jen, and I found it so endearing that now all of my best friends call me Jen, and it I actually, I really like being called Jen. Um, it makes me feel, like, closer to people. Yeah. Does, yeah. does Brent call you Jen? No. No. So all my LA friends, I moved here last June. We're almost at one year, which is crazy, but um, all of my LA friends call me Jennifer. All my New York friends call me Jen, and then my family calls me Mika, which is my... Japanese name or Jennifer. So. What does Mika mean in it again? Is it flower? Is yes. It, is it? Is it actually? So you're. I'm like surprised. <laughs> Eric has such a good memory. So it means like pretty flower. But when I was born in Hong Kong, another fact I love to tell. But uh, it, if you reread, if you read it in like the Chinese characters, it means U.S. China. Um, oh so, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, use that in a college essay. Um, and yeah, it all worked out. Yeah. Okay. So let's start. Like, we'll we'll talk about our like origin story. So me and Jen have been like friends. Like, we've known each other for like seven years. Yeah, yeah. Is that like I think about? Yeah. And then we didn't like each other at first. We did not. <laughs> 
Jen was a sorority girl. She was really mean. I was a sorority girl. It's going to be fascinating for people to watch this because we have this, like, people have an idea of who we are and our presence online. And I, I do feel like we show up as our authentic selves. Oh, yeah. I'm but like... we had, like, I don't know if you guys would have recognized. We Let's describe each other what we were like in college. Like, you describe me and I'll describe you. Okay, she was always late to class, so she's always walking a million <laughs> miles per hour. I like you would literally class would end, and she ran out the door, and she was still late to her next class. Yeah, I don't know what she was doing. My ziploc of almonds. Yeah, was. you were like always in your black tridelt sweatshirt. Yes, like like speed walking yeah. across camp. I could spot you a mile away. You're tiny. Yeah, and you're like speed walking across campus. I feel like you were crazier. Yeah, like, I was like, like go crazy, out, like, you like you know? go out, and, like, yeah things i was very social yeah we still are yeah i'm so eric on the other hand was very involved okay he was okay. an ra whatever that he means. had all of these part-time <laughs> jobs he was an intern he like <laughs> you always yeah. wore these like adidas slides you were also late to class we don't change we're still oh yeah i was like still always late okay shout out we both came on time today we did great i was 15 minutes yeah, late like, i'm not <laughs> What's the Uber situation yeah, here that yeah. gets me? Um, you didn't offer me a ride. I yeah. don't. <laughs> Let's be real. I am like still so new to driving. <laughs> Tomorrow we're seeing Eric's billboard, and it's like a little farther away. On the phone yesterday, he was like, "Honestly, it's okay if you don't drive." Like, <laughs> <laughs> like well, I just wanted because I just it's like so far, yeah. and I just like, oh my gosh, when I came here in October and you were still figuring out like driving in LA. She, you get mad at yourself when you don't do well. It's so mad. She gets so mad. And she was like mad at herself driving, and I was getting even more scared. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, Eric was such a trooper. Basically, I, I mean, I've had my license since you're, you, I don't know, like 15, 16. But since I'd lived in New York for so long and I never had a car in college, um, it was kind of a rude awakening moving to LA, getting a car. I did exposure therapy. This is for all the nervous drivers out there. I bought my brother's car from him. And every day I would do like a little exposure therapy. First, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to drive to the grocery store with no music or anything. And then I was like, okay, I'll start listening to music. Okay, I'll drive a little bit farther. And now I'm fine. I still get a little nervous driving people in my car. Maybe it's Eric. Eric makes me a little nervous. I because, don't say because anything. Because you're a backseat driver. You're a backseat driver. When I picked him up from the airport, he was like, oh, you could... Oh wow, Jen! Oh, she ran a stop sign. One stop sign. Oh my she god, she ran a stop sign. Crazy. And I was that. like, "Oh, you passed the stop sign." She's like, "Okay." I was like, trying to. I was trying to be chill. Yeah, but it's but the been, airport's scary. Yeah, the airport is very very. I'm scary. not a backseat driver. Now, you, you, I swear. <laughs> Which camera is this? Look, I'm like. <laughs> okay, so our origin story. Yeah. Oh wait, actually, okay. First, yeah, we'll do our origin story. So we met in college. We met in college. We like did a project seven together. years ago. We did. I can't believe no, we were not both. No, seven years ago, because like we're like we're, we're like we were both like like fourteen. We were like twelve. College. Yeah, yes, like, crazy. I'm like, are we aging ourselves? That's no, crazy. I'm like... No, but um, we met in college and like we did a project together and we didn't like really mesh well. Like it was like I don't know if it was like working together. Or what like we would have good conversations, but like actually working together was not so good. We it's because. I need I just need to hype Eric up for a second. I was telling everyone before we started, 
Eric used to win awards. Like he is the best art director, graphic designer. I know I'm like louder for the people in the back. Like Eric would stay up all night, not do a project, stay up all night and then just win award after award after award. Like he is an incredible art director. You won like a national advertising I award. I did win a national <laughs> She won like, I may have won like awards, but she won like the biggest award. I, like it, Nah, it was, it was like right timing, right situation thing, but it, he's the true talent. But I think because you're such a genius, in advertising um and i was so focused on dance we didn't mesh well because we i was like we just have big person no it was the spring break project yes she were going to hawaii i was going to hawaii because i'm a partier remember i'm a partier (laughs) she's going to hawaii and so like i don't know we like didn't knock it along but it was just like the project like didn't help right or something right and then we went we both won um, a multi most pro- most, pro- most promising multicultural, multicultural student, student award. award yeah which is like because again we love to share, share that, that we're yeah. Latin, you're Latino and I- that I'm Asian <laughs> um, yeah we went on this this trip to New York it was an all expenses paid trip oh, so to New we York. saw the Lion King <laughs> we did see the Lion we King see the Lion King we walked around Times Square like really late at night and we something happened something on clicked. that trip yeah. yeah we were glued together. Um, and that really solidified that we had something special. Like friend, we were like friends. Yeah. Yeah. And then when we graduated, I moved to New York to be, to join a dance company, a modern dance company. I wanted to be a classical dancer. Eric was going to be an intern um, for this great ad agency. And, and how did we end up in that studio? Okay. So I, I literally moved to New York in the worst way. I didn't have a place to live. I (laughs) I had a place to live for a month and then I was like moving around. I found another place to live for a month. And then I moved to another place for a month. <laughs> but basically this girl, like, I told her, I was like, I can only afford $900 a month in rent. And she's like, okay, well, I'm going to be out of the country. Just take take my studio, even though it's like, that's not how much it's worth. And I was like, okay. So then I called Jen. And I was like, Jen, I got a place to stay. Do you want to come stay with me? And we'll pay $450. $450, which... In the, the smallest... It was the size of this set. Gorgeous, <laughs> by the way. This beautiful set. So, stunning. We're on a camp. We're on a campfire. Okay, yeah. We're on I, a camp sites i love yeah. it it's giving nature it's giving yeah it's giving gay it's giving gay it's giving it's afraid. Afraid. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah we lived in close quarters i slept on an air mattress I, that we put up every night i kicked her in the head you kicked, he kicked it in was the head. so tight yeah. like it was such a but it was like i feel like if it wasn't you i would have gone crazy yeah if it was someone else it was crazy we didn't like hate each we other. never hated i truly think it was that sort of scarcity mentality of like we just graduated we would celebrate things by eating like one dollar pizza, pizza. For, yeah. his, for eric's birthday um i i like we literally didn't have money, money i just no put money. post-it notes of like the all like, the things yeah i think it was like 22 of my fa- or 22 or 23 of my favorite things about eric and he cried and i, I have cried. a video of it i cried so hard right. it was so nice yeah. like when people do nice things for me i can't handle it yeah and i was like I would think I was also going through it, like, with my job and stuff. And I was like, someone's being nice to me. And I just, like, cried. Right. And actually, speaking of gifts, I want to give you this gift. Because I came back from Japan last week. It's really nothing special. What Um, is it? It's just, like, a fun little something. Hopefully the ASMR of the bag. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's literally not even anything it. tangible. It's just like a fun little like snack for you later. But it's oh these really God. yummy like chocolate um, snacks. Yay! You That's can, like, so sweet. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. I, what I wanted to give you. She flew in illegal goods from Japan for me. That's so <laughs> just sweet. for you. <laughs> I wanted to give you a journal because they have like beautiful. And Eric always fills ideas 
on journals like constantly you have so yeah. many journals but i had to be flown back early um for a gig but next time i go to japan yeah. i'll get your journal like to zip through that was like i think when we really solidified our friendship and then we moved in with a friend for a month and we found a place to live in harlem and then we lived in harlem for a year and then in brooklyn for a year and we're just been in each other's life and we have a good friend group like a like it's four of us yeah. from college and we just we text like every day we text still. every single day um, and like when she comes to new york we hang out like we it's just like a magical group like there's no problems yeah and it's like the Except sisterhood for when we almost had her falling out but we worked through it we did have a fight yeah it was like the pettiest it. worst fight like the most nothing fight about nothing yeah and then we went to a pizza restaurant and cried and we're like and we're friends again yeah it was basically <laughs> because like we because like i Actually, Eric is the whole reason I even started on TikTok, honestly. Um, he was like, Jen, you have so to do this. Right? I know, you never get enough credit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't want to do this. I was so snobby. Like, I have a degree in classical dance. Like, I'm not going to do this. And he was like, no, you can do it. Like, it was back in 20. It was like me, Margo. Margo really pushed too. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, so I honestly only started because my mom really popped off because people love that like mom daughter content her mom is so <clears throat> she's, a she's a star she's a star like your mom is like a star right and her then bob your bob her <laughs> bob. and then when eric started to get on um tiktok as well and he like popped off because he he's also a star i mean well, you know. And well, she's a Leo, I'm and a, I'm... You're Leo Cass. I'm, I'm in the Cass... Like, I'm, like, Leo-leaning. Yeah, like, okay. Um, he... Uh, I remember being, like, very insecure, very jealous. Um, I felt like I just, like, was, I guess, overshadowed. And then six months later, when I found that security in myself, then you... It's, like... Then we, I was, like, yeah. It was, like, our flop errors were, like, going back going and forth, back and, and we yeah. were mad about it. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. And then... I, now I feel like after we had that talk, it's just so easy to be happy for each other. Yes. But it was like, I feel like the rough patch made us better friends. Yes. But I don't know. It's yes. Like, 1000%. I feel like um, I'm just so proud of you always. I'm proud and, of you. Oh we literally say this all. We're called yesterday yeah. and we just said it like 18 times, yeah. like back and forth. Like, it was like, like so proud of each other, yeah. like all the time. It's yeah. really sweet. But speaking of being friends, we were like, we're talking about gays and girlies. Yes. <laughs> we haven't even started the topic. <laughs> my bad. Sorry, guys. We're talking about gays and girlies. And like, I think like my favorite thing about having girls in my life, like even through high school, like my two best friends at the end of high school were like these two girls at Latinas. And like, they were, they were Latinas. And um, they, I think they just like, I found so much comfort in like the lack of judgment and like, the, I, I don't know. Um, I feel girls in high school especially are really like they protect their gay friends yes. even if they like the gay friend hasn't come out they're just I don't know yes I just feel like they're the they're like a big um, they're allies yes yes That's <laughs> a... <laughs> no I actually it's funny you say that because I feel that exact same way um, about all of my gay friends and I also feel like there's this level of comfort there uh, being a dancer I was pretty much always surrounded by gay guys. Yeah. And uh, and ballet. You do and, ballet. Like, I do, feel like especially, like, not especially, but if you're, like, young in a ballet and, like, I don't know, I feel like that that's where a lot of gay yeah. men start dancing. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's a pretty, like, effeminate form of art, you yes. know? Like, and I feel, like, not that you have to be gay to be, there's plenty of straight ballet dancers, right? Right. Like, male. Even just, like, in all styles of dance, like, I doing hip hop or more contemporary, there's sort of this this 
fashion, this like androgynous fashion that I really lean into and fully started to blossom into um, where I could just be myself and not feel so constricted to the gender role of like, like as, as much as I love ballet, I did feel like, okay, I do have to be this feminine presence. Yeah. Um, and it sort of like melds into each other in dance. I really feel like we can fully be ourselves. Um, and I think that's why I've always connected the most. I always say, I joke that in LA, I only hang out with the girls and the gays. It's like you where do. I feel the most comfortable. I, you've yet to introduce me to a straight man that you know. I can't. I like, I don't maybe know. I'm like. <laughs> we, like, we talk about this all the time. Like, we don't interact with straight men. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, it's very, very scarce yeah. that we're like, invo- <laughs> like interacting with straight men. And, and it's pr- it probably has to do with, we're just in such artistic careers now yeah whereas in college we could go to like a frat party or something yeah Uh, well that's where i was yeah (laughs) i was trying to get in and they wouldn't let me in on thursdays we'd like go to i don't want to like say the name of the The bar bar, we'd go to a bar in college and get so like obliterated oh my god like we would oh my god jen and i in college we would get so drunk and then we would be millie rocking on the stage always, of the bar the lights on us like next to each other i would be in overalls yeah why the hell did i, I have would, an overall era I'm, i literally i'm sure people <laughs> wouldn't imagine like the way we would dress too because it was also a school in texas she would heels, wear oh my like, god she oh, wear heels and like wait we have to talk about the pom-pom shirt hates this one shirt it was like off the, the shoulder. shoulder yeah these little like pom-poms it li- literally like uh what is it a cinco de mayo shirt yes. like i can't even like i was the most i thought i ate i thought it looked so cute when i got rid of it he was like thank, thank god. god i was like please jen like i i just like it was the most random thing you owned and you would wear it to like party sometimes and i was like i like i not that i was judging you you're like just, you can wear other shirts than that yeah um but no it's like so like would you say like growing up you know in dance like you had a lot of gay friends like yes for sure or i think i think it more i was exposed with actually yeah i would say for the most part but really in college i was surrounded by especially gay men yeah and then honestly with the exposure to tiktok i was just engaging more in like the fluidity of sexuality yeah i'm still exploring that as well too i think everyone has been exploring that and i think it's it just yeah it makes for more open i feel like right now especially like i think tiktok has opened a window into like identity conversations where like people are talking about like oh is am i a boy am i a girl am i non-binary like yes and like that has nothing to do with who you're attracted to or like and like there's all these different things that go into it that not that they haven't been there but now it's so like such an open conversation yes and i think it's nice that like the internet and tiktok has kind of like exposed so many people to so many things because there's so many people even like trans women like so many trans women and men are on the internet like right now and so visible right and popular right that i don't think we've necessarily had that before tiktok especially in such an interactive like parasocial kind of way yes i actually yeah. this this makes me think of in high school there was a teacher um i had who made like an announcement it was like on like some some form of social media and he he came out and he was a teacher and he didn't come to lunch the next day because he was so nervous and he came to the end and and i i guess when i was like 15 or 16 i went up to him and i was like oh i saw that and like congrats and he told me years later how much he appreciated me saying that to him because at that time you had to make 
like this big announcement and you know like even yeah. old youtubers like you have to it make was this that, big it we, was a big deal yeah yeah and i think we're kind of entering this new era of like we don't necessarily need labels unless you you want it but there's no need to have this big now moment. people coming out on the internet now is like like it's a comment are you girly pop question mark yeah and do then, you listen to girl in red yeah i get that all the time and then they and then it's like then they'll put in the comment they'll respond with like the nails painting yes. emoji and i'm like okay did you just that's you coming out like right. for real right, like right, that's right. really crazy or the like a, the like a cut says <laughs> like my creator it's like he's yeah gay. he's gay <laughs> but it's just like so interesting also wait i before we move on i um She's been an ally for a long time. I want to that, point that out. But I also wanted to say, like, um, Je- I want to talk about your dance, like your dance history, because you went to high school and you were a dance. Well, I don't want to say the name of the school, yeah. but like you were you, like studied dance yes. in high school. Yes. And then you went to college and didn't pursue dance and then changed your mind after year one. Yes. And transferred yes. to the school that we met at. Yes. That's yeah. so I I think like I think I experienced a lot of doubt in myself this lack of confidence i used to tell myself um i'm always going to be in the top 10 percent, but i'll never be in the one percent and i'll i'll have to tell you guys about this gig i just did two days ago that sort of solidified that really talent does come from preparation and opportunity but also just truly believing in yourself and in going to that college first and not believing i was a good enough dancer and then transferring um just shows that like if you do believe in yourself like you can really i was telling someone like you can be a voice actor like yeah (laughs) like you really you really can and like i i think it's really really like admirable that you made the decision you didn't she's like she didn't tell any of her friends her other college that she was transferring yeah and you like applied and you're like i think like for me i would have done that too out of fear of failure like of like if i didn't make it no one would have known like right. didn't make a huge deal out of it right but i feel like it's so crazy and smart like it's so cool that you did that and like look where you are now like she just did this amazing dance gig right, right. where she's like the lead and it's yeah. like a huge deal I'm and so i i this will be out when the music video is out like guys i cannot explain like cannot emphasize this is probably my best work I've never been more proud. Um, this goes. I've right never been below. more proud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, when Eric and I were on the phone, he was like, "I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna cry. No, I'm gonna cry." Um, I was like, "It's so exciting." And actually, the premise of this music video is that I'm sort of this lovable loser. Should, can I? Should I just talk about it? Yeah, as as long as it's like not a problem with your NDA and stuff. No, 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 no. Yeah. So like, basically, if you know Cody Fry, he's uh, also on TikTok, Grammy-nominated artist, composer. Um, he has a new song out and I'm the lead. It takes place in a 50s prom. I'm this this loser. Everything will be in black. Oh, I won't actually I won't describe too much, but loser. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm the loser and I <laughs> That's me. That's literally me, which I also loved. It was a really interesting acting role to take on. I had to be really theatrical, but I'm so excited uh basically everyone turns to color i'm gonna be this i'm the only person in color everyone's black and white which i feel like also goes with this gay, gay and afraid, afraid. Yeah, so like, that you you can be your most authentic self um and thrive as long as you you know are true to yourself yeah I'm so it's gonna be a really cool yeah. video i'm so excited to see it yeah. and like i do think that um i do think that like it probably has some like i, I like judy garland singing like somewhere over the rainbow yes. like compelled so many gay people to fall in love with the wizard of oz like and which is kind yeah, of wow like yeah like because i don't know it, it was just like she became a gay icon because of that song and yes and it was like kind of speaking to um like 
like someday it'll be okay like somewhere over the yes. rainbow and i don't know it's like it's a very beautiful kind of uh like when you think about it in terms of like history like how it inspired so many people to like or especially gay people to like feel like they could be themselves or look forward to the future it's funny that motif kind of comes is in your yeah. is in your music video no. of like like i don't know being yourself and like bringing light to like who you are no, i don't know it, i'm excited it's that's like <laughs> A hundred percent what I think that theme is, is that like you can be your truest self. And I, I almost will have to like show a picture of what our college, we should make a TikTok about what we looked like in college because I think we became our truest selves and really yeah. like <clears throat> the first Pride we went to, if you guys have never been to New York Pride, oh my gosh, go New to Pride. New York Pride. New York we Pride. have to, let's talk about New York Pride. Yeah, let's, let's talk, talk about, about New York Pride. The ankle. <laughs> the ankle. The ankle. <laughs> Career ending ankle, ankle injury because I did the shoot. Okay, you, you tell the story. So we went to Pride in like what, 2018? 20, yeah, it was 2018, like 2018 in New York for the first time. And it was yeah. kind of like my first big Pride where I was like like out and like doing things. Like, yeah. um, and uh, I'll never forget, we like, <laughs> we were doing the shoot dance on the sidewalk and Jen had this amazing internship and she rolled her ankle like the hardest roll. Like she snapped oh God, her ankle. Yeah. Her foot almost fell off her body. Like, yeah. <laughs> She yeah. was in these giant like platform sandals yeah. and it just, yeah, it just happened. It was really And then sad. Eric car literally carried me for the rest of Pride. And it was it, as terrible as it was at the time. It was such a bonding experience for us yeah. too. And that year when it, we ended up living together was um, Eric would always call his group of friends and we'd be like, oh, the gays. Like, yeah, in, in, I had my gays and I had my girlies. Yeah, the gays and the girl, literally. That's literally what I call my friend. Like, those are my two friend groups. Yeah. And they will, they only come together on my birthday. Yeah. That's like the only <laughs> time they all interact. But like we all like love each other. <laughs> and I rem I have always thought that um, I felt like you really got to have a supportive group of like gay men in yeah. your life after we, because we lived so high up in Harlem. You would go travel all the way down just to see that. It would be. I would take an hour. It would an hour and thirty minute train to like the middle of Bed Stuy just so I could have friends. Yeah. Literally just so I could have gay friends and like go do gay stuff. There's that article that um, girls who have gay friends have higher self esteem. Wow. Maybe that's why I'm like obsessed with myself <laughs> and very narcissistic because I have amazing gay role models in my life. No, but like I feel. Do you feel like that's true? Do you feel like your gay friends like give you more confidence and make you feel better about yourself than? Like, let's say your other girlfriends or do you feel like you're competing with them or like you, I guess you don't really have straight male. You have some straight male friends. I have some straight male. Honestly, I'm at a point in my life where I keep my circle really tight and I'm really intentional with where I put my energy. And I feel like I am just my most authentic self with my girlies and my gays. Yeah. And maybe it has to do with just that like sort of like artistic fact, not that like, not that it's just within this group of people but i truly feel the most comfortable being myself yeah, yeah. and i feel like it's sometimes for a lot of people it's really hard to get to that place of yes. like i like really really love myself and i'm like i know exactly who i am and i'm just going to be that person yes and i'm like i'm so happy that i feel like we both have that yeah. and like that's why people respond to us so well yeah. I, um i think it's like not i feel like do you feel like it took you a long time to get there to like really accept yourself? For me, I mean, obviously I had a whole journey, but I think moving to New York was like one of my biggest, like greatest accomplishments in terms of like, oh, I can be myself here. Right. Also, I think there's a lot of pressure for me, like just having a mom who's like Japanese, 
like honor and respect is like so huge in my family I always just wanted to be like this perfect academic student person dancer and then not that they're my family is like so supportive but yeah. like even with your we have to talk about your coming out story too oh yeah which is like that was a really did I ever come out to you or no, uh, oh like, yeah i like she was like you. okay yeah. <laughs> but um i getting to even just like i can only speak like my bandwidth is just the way I, like dress and act and like getting to be my most authentic self which is way less feminine and then i feel like you got to lean more into that. yeah like we are very different versions of ourselves um i think like the one re one reason gay and girl like relationship friendships really really work is because you're both like we're both attracted to the same thing yes. but there's unfortunately like, we do like unlike, men yeah like, like we like men and like <laughs> i i think like i mean obviously bisexual men are real but you know right for the most part you're kind of going for different you're not like gonna be really attracted to the same person kind right. of thing and so there's like support or like he's hot like you can agree with each other's opinions yeah especially like i'm talking about dating right um right. and like uh, which eric did so much of in new york she for a long time always he calls me out literally when we lived or first apartment together a new guy every day <laughs> no! i was like she's hot. so he full did, of there it was, like, the guy named eric i was like okay you are really in love with yourself if you're dating a guy. he looked like eric too no! I, was I was blonde <laughs> Yeah. He, he wasn't blonde, yeah. but it was like it was it was a Latino guy. Named was, Eric. Yeah. He was cute. Yeah. It's like it's not like my taste in men is any better. So. No, she likes. He's like a broomstick who skateboards. <laughs> I love a skater. I, like, I love like a skater. A broomstick with Chipotle tattoos. I love a feminine unemployed skater. She loves unemployed guys. <laughs> Maybe the next guy, someone out there. You'll have, you'll have that. I'm like, is it you out there watching? No, she's always like, I'm going to marry a half Japanese man and we're going to have half Japanese babies. And I'm like, okay. But she, man, the one thing about Jen, she's going to manifest. I manifest. The last oh, guy. Yeah. I, she's going to manifest. It's very, I actually never talk about my dating life online, but I do. I'm like, it's every time I will it into existence. I don't do anything. I'm not on dating apps. You can't find me. Jen is the luckiest person I yeah. know. Outside of dating, yeah. Jen is the luckiest person. Like, I swear Outside to God. Of outside of dating no no i just mean like like as a whole like your yeah. whole life like when she moved to la this girl was like oh i'm moving out of my apartment she moves in yeah she's like oh i need a car oh my, my, brother. my brother is like um moving to new york yeah you can have my car i'll sell it to you <laughs> i'm like you don't even have to try right. uh, not even a google search <laughs> it's just set up i'm like hello guys manifestation is real and it's and karma Car you're a yes. big karma yes, girl big like karma person. i actually texted the the music video i did um it's the other lead it was like a supporting character's birthday and i was like she would really appreciate if maybe it's a selfish thing i'm like i'm gonna wish her happy birthday and i won't run into issues driving here and so like no maybe yeah it's a karma thing but i feel like really good things happen it's, to you too it's the energy you carry for me it's like i'm like on this thing where every day i try and say like i'm lucky and good things happen to me mm. and like look at me i'm like lucky. i'm so lucky and like good things always happen to me no like i'm like okay not like <laughs> like you know what i mean yeah no, but i think it really is like we're both like big yellow energies like yes. we're big like sunshiny yes. energies and i think that carries weight because if you're a gray cloud you have like if you're circulating bad energy it's you attract it like i don't think that if you're like thinking bad thoughts and not feeling good for your good about yourself yes. like like things aren't going to go your way. Yes. You really have to just be like, it's my day. Yes. It's my special day. Right. Right. And like, right. and I'm going to really go out and be like happy and attract good energy. Right. I think too, um, that is why I found myself so comfortable around the gays and the girls because yeah. I was always so 
supported and just like again my truest self like I could really be myself around this group of people whereas sometimes I think like in the more like traditional maybe I'm just like repelled my men or something no I don't know (laughs) I I think though we at this point I don't we have had people in our life who have been great clouds that we weren't initially aware of. We still of. have people in our we life. Still have like, we still have people in great clouds. And like learning to let go of people. I think we could like. Oh yeah. Letting. We talk. I, I think letting go of friendships is really hard, but sometimes it's necessary. I would go so far to say breaking up with friends is harder than a, well, this is hard because we know sort of like how to break up with a romantic you know there's, it's there's easier kind of, it's yeah. like easier to say like i'm no ro- no longer want to like romantically see you than to be like i cannot have you in my life as a friend you're not a good friend to me right like, i feel like that's harder to say because there's like there's less weight in it like there's less like like oh i don't like have to go on dates with you or right, like, like right but if i hang out with you i'm not happy like why are you in my life right you know? and then it's it's like this whole gray area and then like everyone's intermingled i think that social media has an aspect i i fully believe and we have careers in social media we should not have this much access to our friends lives like i should yeah. not know every single detail of all of my friends lives but we do and yeah. we have like i know exactly what all my friends are doing and so um learning to break up or like let go which is what we i don't think we would have actually ever done that but we we had a moment where yeah. we were like oh shoot like are we i don't know it all worked out though i didn't feel like that yeah, yeah. I'm like what you want I'm to like, break up we almost right now no i just feel like it was so funny because we'd be texting in the group chat every day and then she'd say <laughs> something and i'd ignore it <laughs> And then I'd say something and, and then, then she would ignore it. And I was like, that bitch. I, I would comment. This sounds so small, but it's so real, you guys. We would, we would, we would like she comment commented. on it. And he would like every comment and not, not mine. Hurts. I'd be like, bitch, oh my God, what? <laughs> like my comment. <laughs> okay. So me and Jen are now holding marshmallows on a stick over the campfire. And we're going to get into our campfire story times. Okay. Um, I'm going to start it with telling you basically that why it's called Gay and Afraid. Okay. So when I was a young gay boy, <laughs> <laughs> I was in the Boy Scouts and we were on a trip and I was, we were all the Boy Scouts were sitting around the fire and they all turned to me and one of them goes, Eric, are you gay? And in that moment, I was nothing but gay and afraid. Like, it was just, like, so full of fear and, like, oh. gayness that I didn't even know about yet. Like, it's just, like, one of those moments that, like, sticks in your head forever. And you kind of brought it up. You were, like, you when you're, you, like, went up to your teacher and he's, like, I'll never forget that you said that to me. Like, right. like we might forget what we say, but some people it'll yes. stick with them forever. Do you have, like, a moment in your life that is, like, stuck with you forever? Yes. Yes. Um, In high school... Or I guess, yeah, I was like a kid. Um, a guy told me, he was my friend, said, um, I, and I wrote in my journal, don't be afraid to skew from society's predetermined path. And that's such what a like, what, what year was this? <laughs> I was like 15. You were 15? Like 15? He said that he was a smart kid. Who did but... you go? You <laughs> went to school with Maya Angelou. Like... <laughs> <laughs> so he said, yeah, he said, don't be afraid to skew from society's predetermined path. He, did, he probably had a crush on me. Um, oh my God, what if he sees this? Ah, uh, it's fine. <laughs> uh, I've been talking about ex-boyfriend stuff, and I'm like, oh. Right, whatever. They're good. Someone's going to see something. But he, um, it kind of reminds me also of what my mom says. Oh, are we allowed to eat these? Yeah. Well, I didn't really attract you. <laughs> but um, my mom also, the shortened, easier version of that, she's always like, go for it. And I feel like it ha- shows me, because 
naturally I do doubt myself and naturally I I do feel like that lack of confidence but it just shows me like there's this like society's predetermined path but we don't have to be a part of that yeah you know um that is the craziest (laughs) I'm like like I'm like someone called me gay and I was like yours is like don't think about what society says I'm like oh my god I guess I'm just like really academic and much smarter than you so I don't yeah I'm like really different and like I'm like Socrates and you're like just she thinks just because she got a wolf cut yeah I got one wolf cut she's so smart yeah I guess and I had I had a no one knows that I worked for a tech startup I had a full-time job till like eight months ago no one knows she'd be in the uber on the way to go dance for tiktoks Typing she's away, like typing away. She'd be like Snapchatting us, like da, 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 da. yeah. I'm like, girl, you're crazy. I don't know. I was always, I didn't. I was like way too scared of leaving my full time job, um, before, before. I mean, Eric, you're the brave one. You're the one who left your full time job, fully committed to th- to this, and then I was really inspired by you. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I feel like you always had it. You. It's just like it's hard to. I feel like some people they just believe in themselves so hard no matter what no matter how bad or good or whatever they are like yes. just believe in themselves so much that they're like not afraid of failing i feel like maybe it comes with like comfort in like like how they grew up or where they're from like they they, they know they'll always land on their feet but i don't feel like i have that i don't feel like i always going to land on my feet like it's not ingrained in me right and so i do have a fear of failure and it's sad. like it, not that it holds me back but like i see myself like not doing things cuz i'm like well, what am I going to do if it goes poorly? And what am I going to do if it goes well? Like, right. I don't know. Like, I don't believe in myself either way sometimes. Right. And it doesn't help to, like, since we're on social media, we have constant feedback, like reading comments. Yeah. Reading, like, these things. Like, Criticism from people who could not do what we do. Right. Which right. is really what sad. What do you call them? Keyboard warriors or whatever? Keyboard or warriors. Something that, like, oh, my God. The keyboard warriors, like, try to find any fault in anything you do. We, we use, we'll have occasional phone calls. It truly goes back and forth. Like, I'll be like, yeah, I can't look at myself in the mirror for the next, like, month because I, I literally, like, hate myself because of the way people will, like, comment things. And then you yeah. had a period where you're like, yep, everyone oh literally hates me, you know? Yeah. Oh, my God. And if I have acne, if I have acne... The first comment is always like, oh, I never see with acne. Acne, you have acne right now. Right. I'm like, oh, I didn't know. Right. Why would you bring that up? Right. Like, no, shut literally. up. Like, you should I, never comment about something that someone can't change in, in the five. first five minutes. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. I love that. I love that saying. And like, I don't know. I also, it is still like, I feel like, okay, also we have to talk about it. TikTok used to be so much nicer. Yes. And now it's getting like the meanest comment wins kind of thing in the comment yes. section. Like. The meanest comment wins. Yes. And so that's why I feel, or like the most out of pocket, outrageous thing you can say about someone or about what they said is like, I think the winning comment and people want to have the winning comment. Yes. So the culture of TikTok has changed. It's also like so many people are on it. It's way more competitive. I think like everyone has, as beautiful as it is that everyone has an equal opportunity to to be be an influencer influencer, or content creator, you also just have everyone like fighting for attention basically i th- I do think it really helps that we are again like our truest most authentic selves we won't post if we aren't i can't post if i'm not having yeah. a good day yeah like it doesn't make me feel good to like fake it yeah and if i do fake it and i post it and i can't watch the video back like i'm like i know how i felt and i didn't feel like how i'm acting and like that is so false of me right and i just can't do it it's really hard for me to not be like authentic is there any type of 
content creating or type of video that you know you could definitely not do like i could never do those like fake prank videos or anything if like that. i was in a couple and they were like let's do a prank video i'd break up with them yeah. in two seconds or just like couple i think like couple content is hard for me because like my boyfriend literally i ask him to be on my social media and he's like no i just need They're like i need a replica of, can i say his name or no yeah, I've yeah, said okay. it before. So, okay, I'll say Ruby. Ruby, <laughs> Ruby yeah. Um, uh, I literally just need, like, a replica of Eric's boyfriend because he's – I'm going to look at the camera. He's perfect. He's, like, so kind. And he doesn't even, like – he's so, like, so funny, but, like, only the close He's friend. really – yeah, he's so really quiet, funny. and he doesn't open up really Which is our favorite because we can't shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I said this before, but I literally, like, he'll run – his social battery runs out, like – right away or like not right away but it'll like when it's just like it'll run out and mine doesn't so i'll be talking for 25 minutes right wait like, should we talk about how when you guys first started dating he lived close to, um ruben i feel i can I you can say ruben okay, you okay, can say okay, ruben okay, okay. um yeah ruben or as i like to know him as ruby yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even like go by ruby we no, just we made just this call him ruby. and like no one just the i I started texting Ruby yeah. in the group chat. And so you guys all call him we Ruby. We all call but him Ruby. <laughs> but, but he lived walkable to my apartment when Eric moved into a different apartment in Brooklyn. And Eric, every morning that he would, like, hang with him, would text me and be like, Jen, 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 can I come over? Come over? I would go use my bathroom, my <laughs> basement bathroom. I'd be like, don't use the one upstairs. Go downstairs. Yeah. I would, Yeah. So I'd wake up and I'd walk. It was like a 20 minute walk. Yeah, maybe. it was a nice little walk. It was like on the way home. Yeah. And then I was like, and then I would stop. I'd give her a hug and I'd literally obliterate my take bathroom. Take a shit in her bathroom. I had to shit. Right. And, and then, I don't know. Like, I was like, and it was just our tradition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd always be like, yeah, I'm seeing this guy. And then like it turned into something so special. And now it's been like, what, two? Years? I really didn't want to like him. And yeah. I just like, I really liked him. You're also. But Eric, he's okay. You you're know. such a good dater, though. I, that's something I will say. You're very good at dating, and I'm very bad at dating. Okay, she says that, and then every date she goes on is like, he's obsessed with me. <laughs> like, well, like, they're in love with me. The like, summer of 2021, I was like, I don't know how to go on dates. Like, I, I don't, I'm really uncomfortable with this, but I have to force myself. It became a social experiment, and I feel like I had my hot girl summer, and I like, you should have seen her she was she went on a date that was so bad and she really we were like cheering her on oh yeah we shouldn't talk about him but yeah no we shouldn't talk about him but i'll never forget we're like you you like took two shots and you're like (gasps) and i was like are you anxious right now i was like you literally could talk to a brick it's crazy i don't know why you get anxious like i could really talk to anyone and i love meeting people but it's something about like this social construct of like sitting and like very much like knowing like I am attracted to you. You're attracted to me. We're going to sit and eat food. I'm like, I can't even stomach this like pasta right now. Like I don't, but if yeah. you were like, let's hang out and there was a little bit more mystery to it, maybe I'd be more, but honestly at this point, yeah, you don't catch me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All I do is dance now. Just... I did like, I like dating though. Or I did. Vi- I did like so dating. Good at it. I don't know. It was just kind of fun. Well, it was like, also I feel like, you know, when like, I feel like gay people go like they're making up for lost time. They're like, Oh, well you had, Literally since high school, you had a boyfriend. Like you know, like you had the guy with the eyebrow ring. Okay, yeah, she he, he imprinted on me. <laughs> <laughs> he imprinted on me. He as he was my first boyfriend in ninth grade. He was a skater, and, and he had an eyebrow ring. My mom loved the eyebrow ring. Um, yeah, he was. Very, but she did. She loved. My mom was kind of like your mom was cool. <laughs> cool. And she um, 
he was like he was really good at drawing he was sensitive he's pretty like feminine too like just like had a good touch he was very in touch with his emotions we're actually like still friends i think yeah he's he's like with he someone yeah ring? but he no no more eyebrow ring okay. but he definitely imprinted on me because he was also half filipino um like an amazing baseball player yeah so you're, I mean, I'm type, just, you're a type to a i'm team. like are you guys taking notes <laughs> <laughs> have you like ever gotten ghosted or have you ghosted anyone yes wait which one should i talk about because um i can't even imagine you ghosting someone no i i don't ghost people because i love communication and i love i i would never it would like bother me not closing out something i'd say yeah. i i don't think i've ever like not responded to a text or no if i do not respond you are so bad at texting i'm a terrible texter you're so bad at texting. good at calling bad yeah, at texting yeah he's very good at calling um Speaking of ghosting, we are now going to be moving into our next segment called Ghosted Stories, Ooh. where we are going to be looking at fan submissions of times that you either got ghosted or ghosted somebody. We are holding flashlights under our chins for dramatic campfire effect. Okay. <laughs> Method acting. Yeah. And we're going to be rating them out of one to ten scaries. Okay. So how scary the situation was. Okay. I, love I don't that. think it's going to make any sense, but it's going to be fun. No, I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Someone ghosted me because I was too bottom <laughs> for him. Oh my God. Um. That's hate crime. Yeah. That's, that's like bad. Like oh one out of 10. Like that's bad. Or is it 10 out of 10? Cause it's like super scary. Oh, okay. That's bad. I would bad. say boo. Where's the button? Boo. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's so crazy that they would do that. I know. I don't know. What do you feel? Mm, I feel like that's pretty bad. I think, or I think that's just a way to say like, it's too like effeminate. Yeah. So it's like a mask for mask guy being like, you're not masculine enough for me. Oh, I guess I didn't even think about like, I guess like what people need in like the intimacy department, you know? Yeah. So. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe he wanted a verse king. Yeah. Like a versatile. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. There's hits and misses. Yeah, there's hits and misses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would say like, boo. Yeah, boo. Yeah. Oh, that's good for ghosters. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A guy ghosted after giving me HSV and told me later it was to see the birth of his daughter. What does that mean? There's like a lot There's to a unpack lot. there. So he gave the HSV to you so he could see the birth of his daughter. It just sounds like the guy, this person's a little unhinged. Do you know what HSV is? It's herpes, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Herpes simplex virus. Okay. Wow. You know a lot about that. That's amazing. I went to Texas public school. Oh, oh. So I had to Google that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I actually recently learned so much about herpes because um, I had a friend who went through, like, and he, it's apparently, like, extremely common. Like, yeah, I don't it's really... super good. Well, like, there's, like, the ones in your mouth are, like, super common. Yeah. And, like, it's, like, uh, like cold sores. Like, cold I've had sores and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, but I think, like, the other ones. The other ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, it just sucks that there's no, like, medicine to get yeah. rid of it or, like... Do you know what's... The stigma is really only in the U.S. And apparently, like, if in other countries, it's considered, like, a skin condition or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah. It's oh, like, I didn't know that. Because it's so extremely common. But you will... I mean, I do think you have it for life once you... Once you once get you it. it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what that... With that story, I don't, that was really yeah, scary. Yeah, that's pretty scary. I don't Birth know. Birth of a daughter? 
god. The daughter. The Where's daughter, the daughter come yeah. from? A child She's just is like making whole, shit up. Yeah. That's just bad. I think they were one just out of ten. One out of ten. One, one out of ten. ten. One out of ten. One out of ten. <laughs> okay. Next one is I got ghosted and a month later I saw stories of his wedding. <gasps> okay, that's kind of spicy. <laughs> that's crazy. Well, see now he at least you there was a resolve. Yes. That I was a good. I had the six. Six. Yeah. Because like, like you know that you know what happened. Like he had a reason. Yeah. For some reason, it sounds like a really good like plot. To sadly, this I think that happens like more often than we think. What you know? like they're that like they're cheating on men, Yeah. Yeah, but imagine. Oh my God, would you reach out? Like, let's say you would were the you, other that's woman. A good question. Would you reach out? Would you reach out? Like, <laughs> would you reach out? Would you reach out? I would. I would. It goes back to the communication thing. I would reach out. Because well, it depends. Like. Do I want to get involved in all that? I have, per yeah, I've personally never had an experience like that. So, yet. So, I don't. I know. have one. Let me tell the story. Wait. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, because, like, well, you know, being open is way more like, yeah, yes. like in, yeah. in gay relationships, it's way more common to be open. Right. So, at least I think. I don't know. Right. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, yeah it is. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why I'm asking you. <laughs> I know. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, like, in gay relationships, it's way more common to be open. And one time I was in Dallas. And I left my number on a receipt for this waiter. I remember this. Yeah. Yes. She, I, she knows every story. Yeah, I literally. I, wait, go on. No, go on. Go on. Yeah. And um, I wound up like going. It was. I wound up going over to his apartment and we were like making out. I was like, oh, this guy's really nice. Like, but I live in New York. He lives in Dallas. Blah, blah, blah. And, um, uh, and then we we're like making out. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, my boyfriend's going to be home soon. I think you should leave. I was like, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> and then I was like, I didn't even ask any questions. I didn't think I didn't really know what I was doing. Actually, on this topic, um, which is crazy, and I didn't even know what an open relationship was until I went to a camp, okay, where I was a camp counselor. Okay. 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 Yeah, okay Staying camp. on theme. Okay. <laughs> um, and the my boss like the camp counselor like head person was married to someone they're both artists actually and they brought me into a room i'll never forget they brought me into a room um because they talked about how they're in an open relationship and i'm like really receptive like i really wanted to like learn about it they did close the door which i thought was interesting and they showed me this podcast they showed me this book they um they read together because they're married but because they both travel for work as dancers they'll open and close their relationship which is i'm sure the rules are like there's yeah i feel like i don't know i feel like at least in new york with my friend like the friends that i like are nowhere in open relationships it feels more like expected at some point that you're going to open up right uh, that's so interesting but like for a straight couple like where you're always traveling like you have physical needs and yeah. you just like you can't ignore them and it's better to be like open and honest about it right and then if you are together in close proximity you can close up like that's right. good right like i always say this like i feel like the problem with when i see like people i know in open relationships is like they'll be dating for two three months and they're like okay we're open now and like maybe that works for you but i feel like maybe you should build like a more solid base right, right. but that's my constructive criticism never been in an open relationship right I've like never i've never been i'm never been. so so monogamous honestly i'm like a jealous bitch same like, i just like, i would so be jealous. so like jealous and yeah. like i'd like even if they told me i'd want to know every detail yeah. about like I, I just I, I don't know if it's for me I think even like as I keep bringing it back to dance but like we have to do a lot of like touching of our bodies and like like I I did another music video where like I had to pretend like this guy was like my lover 
but I can separate that because that's work. Whereas like if it were for pleasure, and dance is very like very, yeah. very interactive. I mean, it's kind of performative. Right. It's, well, it's super performative. Right. But like there's like acting and emotion that goes into it. So. Right. But I, I just don't know if I could do. But I have no problem with other people. Honestly, at the end of the day, people can do whatever they want, and no one should be able to judge or do. Yeah, it's, it's their not coming life. from a place of judgment. Right. I don't think for me, it's just more like like observationally. Like yeah. I'm like I see. Right. But I, we're like, both way too jealous. Yeah. I'm way, yeah. Girl, you, like, I didn't like your comment. You almost ended the friendship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was too much. Yeah. Okay, okay. The next the next one is. Actually, and then when I moved to LA and I became friends with Brant, who was, I was my, mad. my LA gay bestie. His, I got replaced. Yeah. I got replaced. And now we're all friends. But I love Brant yeah, now. Yeah, we love like, Brant. Oh, shout out Brant. Shout out Brant. <laughs> okay. Okay, the next one is, my roommate is currently ghosting me and hasn't paid utilities since January. This is literally... Wait, I literally know, know who what, this what, is. Who, Just based I on know. this. <gasps> Wait, is she actually is submitted this? Yes, I exactly. think it's her. <gasps> we know who this is. <laughs> but, but like, how can your roommate truly ghost you? I feel like this is, like, you need to be more aggressive. This is my... She's going to be mad I said that. I know. I... I... <laughs> hate this i think wait what's the worst level 10 10 out of 10 i guess is the worst i i feel like one out of 10 is like you is a bad rating oh, okay okay i i maybe it's 10 out of 10 like it's really scary it's scary for our me rating it, system doesn't it's, make it's, any <laughs> i'm like what? i think i think 10 out of 10 is the worst or it's the worst because terrible. there's like money involved and like yeah and we're adults you know so. and like i don't know like if someone didn't pay me utilities since january it's like four months. Right. Four months in. Right. Like, no, that's that's so not cool. That's really crazy. I don't know. I would just maybe maybe nine out of ten if they're still like coexisting, okay. But yeah, if you're like still friends, but I would just be like, can more... you just pay rent? Like, what do you? Yeah. Ugh, yeah, yeah. I feel like terrible. you have to be like more aggressive if right. they're not getting the hint. Right. But yeah, nine out of ten. Yeah. Maybe okay. nine out of ten. Okay. okay. Next one is I ghosted before a date because his mum said I looked weird. Looked weird. Yeah. That sounds pretty. On one hand, girly who submitted this, maybe you're the red flag or the guy whoever submitted this, and maybe the the mom has a good idea of like what her son needs. But on the other hand, it's like let him live. Yeah. You know? I feel like sometimes moms have really hard times with boundaries because like that's yeah. your baby. Yeah. And like seeing your baby as an adult is it can be challenging, but like let your kid like yeah. don't tell him like he's going to date with a girl who looks weird, but also. How does she know? Right. How does she know that his mom called her weird looking? Yeah. Or him weird looking. Also, why would he tell? Like, well, yeah. Like, yeah. what was the? Or how did she find Boo. out? Yeah. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like five out of ten. Yeah, five. That's, yeah, like, that's a good one. Five out of okay. ten. I'm adopted, so technically, I was ghosted by my mom. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh Damn. no. <laughs> Oh well, you're adopted, so that's not that yeah. scary. Oh wow, oh. that's a deep cut. Whoa, okay, um, so. man. Well, that's that's also kind of they they have this person has a really good sense of humor for saying that. I guess. Yeah, yeah, I feel like if you're willing to laugh at that, yeah, you're like healed somewhat. Yeah, yeah. I guess real life wise, it's like I mean, I guess that's pretty bad. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. This is our last one. Uh, our last ghost story. Once I was talking to this guy for weeks, but I had to ghost him because he had a micro penis. Valid. 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 Well, okay. 
but valid. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I think that is the one time. I feel so bad saying that. But you can't tell them. You can't tell. It's rude to tell. Oh, like no. Because it goes back to what we were saying. You can't comment on something that people can't change within five minutes. Yeah, that's really hard. I would rather be polite. I really am, like, so bad at lying. But in that case, I would. That's so. Me. Like, I've never encountered one. Same. I just, like. But, like, that seems so. Like, such a crazy. Like, imagine you really like a guy. Like, like you really think he's, like, awesome. Then maybe- and then you find out. I don't know. That's so hard. Yeah. That's five out of ten. Scary. Yeah. It's like, five, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I see your point, but I don't know how I feel about it. Like, yeah, that's a hard one. Yeah, that, that is a hard one. Uh, well, ending on micro penises, I guess. <laughs> that's so sad. The best way to end the conversation. <laughs> okay. So thank you for joining me, Jen. This is the end of our episode. Um, I had so much fun with you. Yay! We do our little, yeah. Yeah. Did you have anything you wanted to say goodbye to? Definitely look out for this music video that I am so honored to be the lead for. It's Cody Fry's new music video. It should be out by the time this podcast comes out. Um, and it should be on all my socials. I My social is Jennifer Mika underscore M-I-K-A. And I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me on here. You did amazing. Yay! I had so much fun. Okay, so you can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Rika Taquito. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, don't. (laughs) Um, Also, don't forget to send in more spooky stories for the Ghosted Stories segment. Thank you so much, campers, for sticking around for another episode. I love you so much. And I hope you have a beautiful day. Bye. Bye. Yay.